Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. I have with me a very special guest named Todd Sullivan. How are you? I'm okay. How are you doing today? Yeah, I'm good. So you're basically an author and a teacher. So can you tell me a little bit about yourself? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm here in Taipei, Taiwan. I've been here for about uh, 20, 19 months, perhaps, uh, October 2019. And uh, I was in Korea before then. And yeah, I have uh, some books out. So I have a, a fancy series out. It's two books, Holloman and There Will Be One. And then the third book comes out in October 1st. Yeah, so you were, so where did you come originally? Uh, one more time, can you repeat that one more time? Where did you come uh, come from originally to Oh, my, okay, yeah, I'm from America. <laughs> yeah, I'm from America. Yeah, I figured as much. <laughs> so what, right. are you interested in uh, Asian culture and then uh, Taipei and Korean culture specifically? I've been here for 12 years. Um, it was, I went to Japan first for my master's program. I was there for like three weeks for a, we were studying Japanese film and books. And I was trying to go to Japan, but then I ended up in Korea, but I've been there for a long time. So it's been more than a decade that I've been in this part of the world. But yeah, I am interested in it. I am interested in this part of the world. Yeah, yeah. I'm also interested in this uh, part of particular part of the world that you are currently in. Um, <clears throat> I have a lot of interest in them in Asia, Southeast Asia, and religious, uh, religion and art, Zen Buddhism, and stuff like this. So um, before we jump into the meat of the conversation, talking about the books themselves, uh, were you always interested in writing and, uh, and stuff like this and teaching? I was always interested in writing, yes. And always interested in teaching, I suppose so, you know, in uh, high school, maybe ninth grade. Uh, my high school started in eighth grade, was a private school. So when I was in high school, I, um, I taught elementary school students uh, very basic character development and plot development, very basic through the game D&D. Do you know D&D by any yeah, chance? Yeah, of course. Dungeons and Dragons. Right. <laughs> Right, so I taught them uh, writing through D&D, and that was when I was, let's see, ninth grade, I guess you're maybe 14, so I guess maybe from a very early age, uh, I was interested in teaching, and I taught fencing, I did fencing for a while in America, and now I'm here teaching English. So you're a, a dungeon master, a teacher, and then author. <laughs> Uh, well, I haven't played Dungeons and Dragons in a very, very long time since uh, high school, but I suppose once upon a time, yes, I was. Yeah, a lot of people who are re really, really talented and are um, very intelligent, I think, play those kinds of games. They practice a lot of scenarios, shall we say, that prepare them for real life, yeah. Right, yeah, you know, George R. R. Martin, the guy who did Game of Thrones, I don't know if you're a fan of Game of Thrones, yeah, but he I was like also, it. he was within, really deep within the community. And we look at how his, how his books developed, you can definitely see how Dungeons and Dragons had a very big influence upon uh, the development of his, of his series. 
Yeah. So can you tell me a little bit about your time in, in the Korea? Why were you drawn to this culture? How are you fitting in in this culture? Because it's a very monolithic culture in a, in a sense, culturally and otherwise. So how do you think you fit in and why do you, were you attracted to this culture? That's true. Korea is probably like 95% Korean. Uh, there's not a lot of different type of uh, races or ethnicities in Korea besides Koreans. Uh, my attraction to it, you know, again, I was uh, after I did my master's program, I was, I was actually aiming for, uh, for Japan. I was trying to go to Tokyo, back to Tokyo. But Korea was hiring many English teachers uh, 12 years ago. And Japan then and now hires very few English teachers. And so it was simply easier to get a job in Korea. Uh, and so I don't know so much. Before I went there, honestly, I didn't know anything about Korea. I may have known that Seoul was the capital, but beyond that, I didn't really know anything about Korea. But over time, I learned quite a big, quite a lot. And everything I've written, I've had published in the last eight years, all takes place in Korea. So I guess I do have a, a good deal of interest in the country now. Yeah, do you, do you like like uh, Korean horror films and stuff like this? I saw my first Korean film was Old Boy. Have you seen Old yeah, Boy? Yeah, 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 of course. The masterpiece. Yeah, so that's, yeah, that was my first one. And I've seen quite a few Korean movies since then. Korean horror, yeah, I mean, I, I do enjoy it. I've seen Train to, uh, Train to Busan, right, Train to Busan and yeah. a few others. I do, I do enjoy it, yes. Yes, yeah, so um, so let's talk a little bit about your books. What what are they about? Who are the characters? What is the target audience? Why did you write the books? Well, the fantasy books is uh, basically about a group of young men who live in a place called. Are you familiar at all with Korea? Are you? I know a you little bit. Are, are you familiar? A little bit, yes. So. Korea, and then at the bottom of South Korea, there's an island called Jeju. And that's where I lived for the first five years, mm -hmm. Jeju. But these young men, Jeju, who travel to the mainland and also fulfill quests. So they mm -hmm. have to, you know, overcome some great obstacle. And if you complete enough quests, you become a hero. You're the emperor, like kind of knights you as a hero. So that's what they're trying to do. They're all trying to become hero. And the book itself is really about the um, the people who are traveling but don't make it. That's really kind of more or less the focus of the book, the people who don't become heroes. Uh, and the idea of the book is, um, you know, when you're younger, you try to accomplish. Many people have these significant uh, goals in their minds, like these really big things. But then as you grow up, like things like, um, well, money, work, family, uh, kids, wives, like real, real world things come into play. And so it's just a metaphor for that. Uh, when you're young, you're trying to accomplish big things, but over time, uh, well, you just live more of a normal life in the end. Yeah, so can you tell me a little bit about the main character? How did you come up with, with his, uh, his name, his background, his goals in life, his aspirations? Well, uh, the main character's name is Hajun, and he is supposed to be a very muscular person. Um, 
and he's covered with scars uh, that his father gave him from a very young time as his father drove him to become, because his father had this dream of his son becoming the hero. His father's like a farmer, had his dream of his son becoming the hero. And so he drove him from a very young age. And as a result, uh, Hajun has a lot of uh, uh, anger inside of him that kind of uh, influences a lot of his decisions. And so that's basically him. And then there is, in the Hollow Man, there is a, a soldier who is a husband with a young child. Uh, and he's more or less just kind of like a, a working man, a working man. There's a monk who is the spiritual aspect of the, of the book, of that first book. And then there is a knight who is a politician's son. So those are the four main characters. And then um, the person who records their adventures uh, is a foreigner actually, and her name is Winshine. And she is the, uh, in each book, there's usually about four to eight young men, and then there's her, who's kind of the center of what they're doing. Hmm. So it's kind of a Lord of the Ring-esque voyage to some kind, some far corner of Korea, shall we say, yeah. Right, yeah, so it's a, it is definitely a quest. Uh, it's a classical and, tale, yeah. I think. Yeah, it's, it's a, like, yeah. It's a quest. It's a hero's tale. Yeah, it's like a Jason and the Argonauts, if I can say this. I haven't heard of that one, but it's like Conan. <laughs> I've heard of Conan the Barbarian. And, <laughs> you know, it's, it's like quests tend to go uh, very similar ways. I mean, quest yeah. fantasy tends to go very similar ways. Actually, Game of Thrones wasn't a quest fantasy. I guess kind of it was. They were trying to get the throne, but. That kind of wasn't, but yeah, quest fantasies tend to go in a very similar, in a similar way. Yeah. So, are you working on something new, or do you leave leave writing for a different time, or later on? No, right now I've been writing a lot of poetry and essays uh, for the last uh, five six months. I've been writing uh, poetry and then I've been writing essays. So that's what I've been doing uh, most of the time the last half year. So what are your essays uh, about? They are about my experiences here in, in Asia, basically. They, they are, yeah, about experiences here in Asia. And, and you know, I did like a martial arts here called Ken, uh, Gondo in Korean, but Kendo is the easier word to say. So yes. that, so some is that, and then some is just about being a foreigner in a foreign country. Um, that's basically what they're about. So uh, I think we'll uh, leave it at that, and I think we can talk further on in the future about different subjects or new projects that are coming up, and we can discuss um, maybe fantasy books and uh, Korean culture. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Yeah, I want to thank you so much, Todd, and I want to thank you, the audience, for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Goodbye.